This is the Kita Anime Podcast for July 31st, 2012, Episode 1 of the Summer Season, High School Broadcasting at its Best. The show begins in 3, 2... It's time for the Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and KT Data. The Kita Anime Podcast is brought to you by Boars and Slimes. It's all grift for low-level players. Hey, everybody. I'm KT Data, and welcome to the Kita Anime Podcast. With the guy next to me right now laughing is... I'm Dito, guys. How's it going? So, this is the... How do we say this? The book club for anime watchers. So, instead of reading a book... We actually watch anime. Sounds Who reads like, books nowadays? I know, I know. You don't even have to like read text or anything. So it's really fun. Um, and the nice thing is this is the kickoff of our summer season, even though it's August, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of starting enough. a little bit late. but Close <laughs> enough. Um, so what we do, watch three animes, and we'll announce the three animes that we're actually going to start in a second. And then we kind of discuss them and everything, and we have something in store for one of our animes right there. So, but, Dito, how are you doing? It feels like I have not talked to you in ages, and it's weird. Because you haven't, you know. Just because I've been avoiding you. Yeah, I know you have, you bastard. Uh, Why? Why avoid me? Everyone loves me. Dito, it's not you. It's me. (laughs) That's what they all say. (laughs) Anyway. They do. (laughs) Anyway, so... Let's announce the three animes we are doing. So, of course, we're going to keep on going with Kuroko's Basketball because you would be a fool to think we would stop on that last episode where you're like, give me more! And I, I, as I was watching the um, Kuroko this week, I noticed that this is the longest basketball game we've actually been seeing. <laughs> really is. Um, and then, so, the two new ones that we're actually going to do is Sword Art, Sword Art Online. I don't want to slur that all together which is pretty cool no nonsense anime and the other one is koi tosenko to, to chocolate or koi toko or something like that <laughs> koi senko to chocolate yeah 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 i can't enunciate it anyways so <laughs> let's just jump into our first one if everything doesn't blow up Boom. uh no no <laughs> just blew up. And of course, our first anime is Kuroko's Basketball, and it's brought to you by Rock, Paper, Scissors. Just hope you don't lose. <laughs> so, last one we left off. Midorodima, he uh, has a homing basketball. He can hit anywhere on the court. It's ridiculous. Kagami finally just breaks and goes insane. And Kuroko, level up. Ding! <laughs> so, Dito. We fr- so, finally, after Kuroko punches uh, Kagami in the face from the last episode, 
get some sense into him. And uh, Kagami, right before they start the fourth quarter, um, decides to apologize to uh, the senpai. And what does the senpai do, Dito? Oh, yeah, he becomes very scary because he's not really mad about the whole situation, but he's more mad at the way it was said. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I'll punish you later for this. I'm like, um, So, of course, we're at the fourth quarter. Um, Saren's like 12 points behind, which is ridiculous in a, college, in a high school college game because 12 points with only 10 minutes to catch up. It's kind of a hard feat to do, especially when you're playing against a generation of Miracles player who can just throw the ball up and essentially it'll go in the basket, no matter where he is. Um, and we find that Kagami, he's running out of gas because he's been leaping and jumping, lurping, blocking, doing all these crazy things. Um, so the fourth quarter starts up and everything's just starting to heat up for once. And what we find out in the timeout, though, before they start the fourth quarter, is Kagami, he only has about two jumps left in him because the, sem- uh, the the coach with her uh, analytic ability is like, you got about two jumps left. Um, so she so um, she tells him, all right, use your first jump to block the first shot in the fourth quarter. And I totally understand that right there because what you want to do is kind of set the tone the fourth quarter saying we're still no nonsense we still got gas we're gonna go down fighting if we're gonna go down um and she says save the other one for that decisive moment where it could just change a dunk could change the game or a block could change the game so you know that first one is total bluff and uh, it totally motivates the team the team's only down 10 percent or 10 points percent who uses her 10 percent Yes. Who's percents nowadays? <laughs> KTData.net. Now with 10% more nonsense. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what happens is that, remember that not only do they have Midoriya Dima on there, they have the captain, who's a pretty good center in his own right, and they also have the cow, who has the eagle eye. He can see everything on the court. So how is Koriko going to go and change this? He's going to up his game. So he basically, like, so how Kuroko doesn't work this out, and the best way to describe it is that um, Taiko's ability to see the entire court is used against him. So now that he's focusing on, on Kuroko himself, he's going to try to focus his, his center of vision on just him, on just Kuroko. So that means at the moment he tries to go find someone else, he's going to slip past him. Yeah, so he actually still has a sense of where players are, but he can't. He doesn't have that precision because... Koriko, every time he's doing it, he's making him pay more and more attention to him. Which is usually the opposite of what Koriko does, is kind of sneak past. And he gets to the point where the Takao's kind of in this comfort zone where he just assumes that he can tell where Koriko is. And then Koriko uses that moment to actually dart around him and get away. Um, and not only that, that's not just one thing that Koriko's doing. He also... He's, ha- he's just been deflecting the ball in previous games, but he can actually do a super like precise bullet punch to get past to the next person. And the reason why he doesn't do it is because if you've ever tried to catch a basketball going at 95 miles per hour with your bare hands, it hurts, and you got to have some strength. But Kagami, in his berserker mode, um, Koriko believes he can actually do this, and he actually totally hadoukens one across the court all the way to uh, Kagami, and Kagami's 
Remember, he only has one jump left because he used one to block Midoriya Dima at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And now he's like, do I do it or do it? He's like, I have to do it. And he totally just dunks, posterizes uh, Midoriya Dima on that one. And uh, when he gets back on the ground, he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> and this is actually a really weird departure for Kagami. Is instead of him scoring, he goes up to Koriko. And what does he say, Tito? He's just kind of like, coach is right. I'm done. So, you know, I'm going to leave the rest up to you, man. Yeah. Um, so, and then it comes down to two minutes left, and it's only a two-point difference. Saren, 76. Uh, Shutoku is uh, 78. Um, so one shot separates everybody. So a three from Saren could end the game, or a three from Shutoku could spread that gap wide enough where Saren can't come back. Um, but there has been a, a break in the game. Um, Shitoku's coach or Shitoku's team calls for their last timeouts. So during this time period, the coach decides that he should that Midori Dima is going to get the ball so he, they can shoot a three and just put it away. Just you know, shut down Saren right then and there. Um, so yeah, and then that, that's that's gotta that's gotta tick some people off because imagining. Uh, that you're kind of you're you, you've worked all these years to get on the starter team for this basketball club because this basketball club literally has hundreds of members on there, um, but of course only ten can go on the court, um, and then you're letting this first year kind of like end the game and finish it off like that honestly would tick everybody off. It's kind of like. How every time I take charge of this podcast, you know, like, no, I went to all those, all those years of training and podcast school and everything. And now why is this punk doing all the work? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows how much time I spent <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> um, but so Koroko, he gets a steal because Shutoku has the ball, so they have a chance to change it to a five-point lead. And instead of that, Koroko steals it, and um, he's the uh, captain of Saren's. He's going up for a shot, and the the captain of Shutoku, he's all angry and kind of mad, like, we can't just let this first year do all the work right here, and totally just stuffs <laughs> the captain, like, totally out of it. It's like, not going to let you score that e- easily right there. Um, but what happens is that, uh, that makes sense. Okay. So what happens is there's a five point gap and 30 seconds left. Um, and the captain, he's just totally ice, just goes back to the other side after Midori Dima makes a three and just drains it. And he's like, you guys aren't making it that easily. So we have, uh, about 30 seconds left. Shitoku has the ball, so Saren has to get a steal in this moment. Um, and that's right then is when uh, you see another steal. Well, it was, an, it was another steal, and uh, they're trying to get it, but the ball goes out of bounds, gets knocked out of bounds by Shitoku. So it's Saren's ball. They have 18 seconds or so left. And uh, what happens is that... Um, who makes the shot? I don't even remember who makes the shot. It's um, Higya. 
Higia? Yeah, I think Higia. The, pronounce it. Yeah, the more quiet guy. Like, he doesn't really say a lot. No, no it's the captain. That's his first name is Higia. He, is he the one? He, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's now Mar- I remember. Madaraba? No, not Madaraba. That's a horrible so, name. That's so a different what, character. Yeah. Oops. So what happens is that um, they get the ball back, and instead of getting as close as possible to make the shot, the captain goes through the half-court line, and he's like, I, I, that last block you got on me was passionate, so it's time for payback right here. And the captain just lets a three fly from half-court. Which is pretty hard to do, even in and gutsy in a game, to be honest, to do. And he just like totally goes in with three seconds left on the clock. Um, so Saren thinks they're they're win they're gonna win this one, right? But um, Chutoku, it's eighty, it's eighty two, eighty one, yeah. three seconds left. Um, Saren is in the lead. Yeah, Chutoku's like I'm not gonna let this go easily. So they pass it in for Midoriya Dima. And so Midori Dima is going up for his last shot, and Kagami's like, come on, legs, you can't stop me right now. And he manages to muster out one more high leap. But, 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 what do you think happens right there? Think he gets a block? Matter of fact, no, Midori Dima does a feint. He psychs out Kagami, where he jumps, he ducks back down, and then he's going to go for his other shot. But remember that Midori Dima has a crazy like long shot time and when he brings the ball back down from his fake Koriko just taps his finger right in and it just totally falls out of his hands and of course with only three seconds left on the clock buzzer goes off and um Saren wins and that was literally the longest three seconds you'll ever see in yeah. basketball because it totally pulled a DBZ there. Yeah. Totally. And the funny thing is that when I was reading, so I was watch, I watched this after Dito did most of the show notes, and I knew Saren was going to win, but right at that moment with that block and the buzzer going off, I started cheering. <laughs> like, I knew they were going to win. And it it's you, you can't expect anything else because they're doing it tournament style, so Saren has to win. But here I am still cheering him on and going, Yeah! Um, about that same time period is that when Saren wins I'm pretty sure KT had to go change his shorts because you know he probably crapped himself uh, Dito 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 you should know when I'm sitting in the studio there's a reason why you only can see from my chest up <laughs> yeah it's the same here <laughs> um, <laughs> but so it cut, now it cuts off to this guy just laying in a basketball cart and I'm like what? And he's like, ah, oh, so boring. I am so bored. I just, everything I do is just boring. Um, and it per- turns out that his name is, uh, uh, how do you say it? You know, unknown. Uh, I uh, Al Maini. Yeah. Like Al Maini. Al Maini like because. Al except yeah. Al Maini. Well, no, Al Maini. It's like Al Maini. Like Al Maini. I think I'm going to call him Hermione. <laughs> Hermione. <laughs> Um, why not? I should, uh, I should put in his first name. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, or just so call him Al. He kind of sounds like a douchebag to me, to be honest, because he's like, uh, seriously, uh, that's 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 how Dito sounds when I'm like, all right, Dito, we got to record the show. Seriously, uh, we're nah, I'm more like this. Really? 
<laughs> um, but so um, it cuts back to the um, oh, what's her name? The 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 coach of Saren walking into the locker room. It's like, all right, everybody, let's head home. And you just go in, and everybody's just like, Oh, Rico. Uh, yeah, Rico. And then so the team's just like, uh, and I, I love it because uh, Kagami's just in the corner, just shaking. Like, uh, it's like I can't even get up right now or move. Uh. They're practically like zombies right now. If you. If if you if you see this part, they are quite literally zombies. Yeah, it's pretty much me in the morning. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. That's me in the morning. <laughs> and she's like, "All right." So for some reason, somehow they have money this time around. And she's like, oh, "Let's just go to the nearest restaurant." And uh, it's called Okono. How do you say it? Okono. O- o- Okonomiyaki. Yeah. Okonomiyaki. Mmm. What he Stuff's said. good, guys. Stuff's good. Well, what he said. Uh, and uh, and she's like, all right. And then somebody carry Kagami. So everybody gets around in a circle and goes, rock, paper, rock, paper, scissors. Um, <laughs> John Kin Paul. Yeah. Or I, I never got uh, why uh, everybody's like Rochambeau. I'm like, huh? <laughs> Rochambeau. Rochambeau. No, so many Paul. different ways of saying rock, paper, scissors. If you have a unique one, send it in at Key Tide. Ktdata.net. Um, I'd love to hear it. Um, so, so they show up, and guess who's already there, Dito? We have our. Um... Oh God, forgot their names already. Seho. The Seho's ones, yeah, the Seho teams. Um, yeah, so the um, Kise and his. I forgot the other guy's name. Kise's there. Yeah, with yeah it's like their cap. Was it or there's was it the captain? Uh, I don't remember, but yeah, so Kise is already there and they're eating. And but the whole team walks in, like, we need 11 deaths, we need 11 spots. So somehow the rest of the team manages to sit behind Kise, and then Koriko and Kagami are sitting at the table with Kise, and they're like, How in the world are you? Why are you guys sitting with us? and um funny thing is they're just sitting there and then it's kind of starting to rain outside and everything and guess who walks in the door after that yes and then we have um what was his name Teiko yeah Teiko and uh Midorodima just walk in and they're like what are you guys doing here what are you doing here it's like fine we'll go eat somewhere else and they just march out for a second and you just hear this thunder lightning and they come back in and completely just drench some more it's kind of like everybody who was there decided to meet up in one spot to eat. So it's just the closest place, so apparently. There's a restaurant. It makes sense, right? And Okoyomiyaki's are really, really good. Yeah. Um, so, and then uh, Takao, he goes and he sees the uh, point guard from Kisei's team. It's, oh, you're like the, I saw you in J- basketball magazines. Like, I got to talk to you and kind of drags him away into the table behind him with the rest of the Saren team. And so... Here we go. We have this table with uh, Midorodima, Kagami next to him, Kisei, and Koriko all sitting at a table. And they're just like kind of staring each other off. And then uh, Rika just looks over and is like, oh my god, that is just the most epic table right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going like, oh god, this is, sparks are going to fly. But at this point, you know, Koriko comes up and he's like, you know, let's just order, you know, because he's hungry. hungry. But they have Kagami. No, also, like, so so yeah. they're having this like serious discussion 
with K- yeah. Kisei and Midor Dima. They're kind of discussing their philosophies in basketball. And then Kagami in the background, what, what is he doing, Dito? He starts to order, and this is what he orders, too. He orders squid balls, pork balls, mixed balls, octopus balls, and pork kimchi balls. Insert joke here. Uh, we won't go there. <laughs> we we would never go there. We're family friendly here. But the, the uh, best part is, too, this moment that he finishes his order, both of them look over and he's like, what? And, and Kirk goes, just like, oh, don't worry, he'll eat it all. Yeah. Uh, and the funny thing is when the order comes in, Kuriko's like had one slice of whatever he ordered. And then Kagami's just like. <laughs> it's like else. he piled it all. He just piled it on the grill right in front of him. And it's about like four times bigger than uh, Kuriko's. Yeah. And I, I love it. Like in the background, you just see uh, um, the cow trying to like cook the food in the background. <laughs> and. So Kisei, so every, they're still having this like in-depth philo- philosophy of basketball, and Midoriya Dima's like, I don't play basketball for fun or anything. And all of a sudden, like this egg, this fried egg just lands on the top of his head, <laughs> and he looks over. It's like Takao's like, we'll talk about this in a second, and he just, like drags Takao out. And Koriko just says one of those lines that I love. Um, he goes. Um, if it was boring, we would have never gotten this good. And then, like, Kagami and Kisei and everybody are just like, yeah, probably. And Midori Dima just comes in after he beats the crap out of <laughs> Takao. And he's just, like, taking his bag and everything. And the funny thing is, at this moment, like, during the whole Shitoku series, it looks like Midori Dima doesn't have any, like, real respect for Kuroko and their team. But when they're leaving, Kuroko's like, we'll play... We gotta play again sometime soon. I was like, next time I'll win. And like that, honestly, that's probably the best you're gonna get from him showing a sign of respect from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when everybody finishes eating and they kind of head outside, luckily the rain stopped. Um, they're like, "Where's Koriko?" And they look around, and guess what? Koriko found. Koriko just brings up some random dog that has been left you know has a little box and everything saying you know please adopt me and as soon as they all like going oh it's you know you know uh rico comes out and sees it and she just goes nuts like she's <laughs> apparently a dog lover like and at that moment around. at the moment where they actually calm her down just enough she's looking like this, this reminds me of somebody Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they ended up keeping the stray dog, but Kagami's nowhere to be seen, and he's cut, and they look over, and he's just cowering behind the sign. And what do you think that he's doing? I thought he was just uh, he ate something wrong. To be honest with you, apparently Kagami is scared of dogs. Uh, um. And to be honest with this dog, um, they end up calling him Ni, or number two. You know, each Ni, San, Joe. I don't know the rest. That's all I know. <laughs> Rogue, Nana, Hachi. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, um, to be honest, I'm going to have to get myself a plush Ni now. Uh, <laughs> woo, more money I'm spending on a plush. Uh <laughs> Yes. Um, yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not even I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. By the end of the episode, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to get myself one. 
<laughs> you know, the moment that the moment the one comes available, KT, you're going to be getting yeah. you're going to be getting links. Yeah, you know, like everything else I do. Once one of those show up, you know, I'm hoping to get one that looks kind of like a Buku over here instead of a uh, crochet one. Cause he's all fluffy. He's fluffy and cute. Yeah, well, there's always the contracts. You know, you always contract and I'm even more. Fluffy and cute. <laughs> um, if they don't come out with one, how else are you going to get it? Hey, <laughs> Anyways. She, I'm even more, by the way. Make sure you guys check out her Anime Expo, Day 2, I'm even more. She's actually making me a Renon. Um, so, uh, they, they, so they're, they adopt this dog. I don't know who's, who the dog's staying with. But so it cuts to the pool, and everybody's like doing pool squats. And dude, those things are tough. I'm not even gonna lie. Cause you think doing them in Arizona, try having all this water pushing down on you, and you're trying to do like squats, and it's tiring. And they won't let Kagami do anything because he's kind of overexerted his legs, and they need to heal. But he's like, I feel like I'm missing out. It's like, you gotta heal first. Yes, Rico is very adamant about making sure he doesn't participate until his legs are healed. Yeah, so, but it's like, one, two, one, two, and then Koriko's just kind of floating in the water, face down. And everybody's like, don't sleep! <laughs> I love how he's just like, floating there, like, don't sleep! It's like, oh, are you serious? Yeah, um, and then enters, could it be, another girl. Yes, and apparently the whole team is just like as she was saying, as she just kind of makes some some noise and everything. So the whole team are, is in the water, like you know, right up to here, and they just kind of look over and see her, and she's in a two piece bikini, and there's like gulp. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out this girl is actually uh, Momoi or Kuroko's a uh, um, girl. Uh, manager it's complicated i think that's what you kids do right on the facebook when it's like that it's complicated um from middle school um she just goes around saying that she uh, that uh she's his girlfriend but he's like you're just my old manager and everybody's like um, oh yeah they the whole team is just get super jealous of kuroko because of momomi and, uh, and yeah it's funny they end up calling the coach a b um, but uh, what happens is that so while they're kind of fawning over that and learning a little bit about the past, uh, uh, Hermione meets Kagami on basketball court. Kagami's trying to sneak in some practice, but like when he shoots, he's like uh, his legs just seize up, and uh, they're kind of doing a one-on-one, and Amoni's like. Your light is not strong enough to make Kuroko's shadow make you stronger. And after that, he just totally, like, drives by Kagami in, in a speed. And then, of course, the episode ends right there. I'm like, uh, are you kidding me? So, remember, there's five generations of miracles. We've met three of them. Right? Yeah, he so Amani Armani is the fourth one. Um and then third. We, third? Yes, third, third one. And then there's so there's two more that you see in the opening. They get a new intro music too, so you'll hear that next week. Um uh, I'm not too much a big fan of it, but it's still Grand Rodeo. It's still good, 
but it just doesn't get you as amped as the one that we played today. But eh, we'll switch it up, you know. It, keep it, it depends fresh. on your taste, you know. We'll keep it well, fresh. Next time, guys. Next time. Yeah. Speaking of keeping it fresh, let's go on to our first new anime. And our next anime is Sword Art Online, and it's brought to you by... Hours of Play. Be careful. It might be the death of you. <sighs> so here we start out in a new, fully virtual online MMO called Sword Art Online. And this is the year 2022. This is the first virtual MMO. You know, Dino, so, that's not that far off from where we are. Ten years? Yeah, yeah which is the funny thing, too, is um, there's a part in the opening... Uh, like, the opening... Or, for the first like 10 minutes, first 10 minutes of there, you see the main character lay on his bed and everything. If you look on his desk, he still has a keyboard, mouse, and three monitors. I'm just going, hmm. Dude, Dito, you cannot. Something seems odd about this. You seriously cannot get enough monitors, man. I need more monitors. No, it's like, I'm only wondering why only three. It's 2012, you should have more than three. You should have a whole array of them. You should. You should just have them like all over the place. Like, just. Anyways. So. With only 10,000 copies being released, first pressing, it was sold out. Like, online sales of the, no, sort of online, or Sal, we're going to call it, is completely sold in seconds. And here we introduce ourselves, our main character is uh, Kirio, or Kiri. Kirito. <laughs> Kirito. There we go. Kirito. And he was a beta tester for Sal, and now he's re-entering the world once again. Um, yeah, and so, this, what's, what's nice? This is actually really, <laughs> here we go, conflicting. Yeah. Go ahead, dude. Those are... Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. For me, this is actually a really good one because, you know, I am an MMO player, so, seeing a world where you are completely virtualized into this and everything about your personality is now put into your avatar is just awesome. Now, KT over here should, uh, seriously, start playing some MMOs. Hey. Hey, hey, I beta test a lot of games. So, <laughs> I, I, I beta test a lot of games. So I kind of understand where, you know, if you're a beta tester, of course you're getting all these extra hours in. Like, it may not, the final game may not be what you're playing, but you kind of get an idea, and, you know, because you, you just have more time to play with the ropes and whatnot on there. Um, but, so, he today is launch day, you know. And it's cool because you see him put on this headset, which I just realized that headset looks really similar to the ones in Dot Hack. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's getting ready to. He's it's can't you 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 know how gamers are. We wait until midnight and wait it for it to unlock on Steam. This is that version of it. He's waiting for the game to unlock essentially on his version of Steam, so he can jump into the game at, right at midnight. And you kind of see him jump into there, and. Um, he ends up in this world and every, you know, every, it's hustle and bustle because it's first day, you know, everybody wants to play and kind of learn the ropes of the game. And, uh, there's, uh, there's this one guy that kind of sees, uh, Kirito, or not Kuriko, Kirito. Uh, <laughs> what's with Here we the go char- with name switching. What's with the characters that start with the letter K? Next thing you know, I'm going to start calling KT Data. Um, 
he, he, he kind of sees him. He's running around the alley and everything. Um, and he kind of flags him down. And his name is Klein. Again with the K's. Um, <laughs> this is bad because all these characters with the K and all my podcasts start with K. And It's a K-fest. Yeah. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> but Klein notices uh, Kirito and he approaches him and asks him, too, where you happen to be a beta tester because he notices that when you first start the game, you won't be able to move as easy. So running is actually pretty hard to do in Sword Art Online. So he asked him if he can teach him the ropes and how to actually fight to gain experience, you know, like what noobs would ask experienced players in the, in the terms, too. And that's where they go. They, he takes them out to the field, fights, finds a couple boars, and shows that, you know, the basics of the game, if you charge your sword, the system will actually let your techniques land. But in Sword Art Online, there is one thing that they did not add in most MMOs when you play this. It's magic. There is no type of magic There's in no the game, or usable the magic game? in the game. There's no mages. 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 Your favorite character is not in the game. Yes. So, what you gonna which do? is kind of... If you feel weird too, because there is no technical healers in the game, so that makes things quite interesting. I know I can't tank that well. <laughs> no, you can't. Uh, <laughs> like and you said I don't gone. play MMOs. <laughs> you said I don't play MMOs. I know a thing or two. Um, <laughs> a thing or two. <laughs> but so after after uh, Kirito shows Klein some of the ropes and everything, he's like, oh. I'm kind of getting hungry. My I got a pizza coming in like half an hour. And then he tries to log out, and it's like... There's no log out button. It's just yeah. like this podcast. Once you start, you can't stop. We've you disabled the stop button. <laughs> At this point, um, we have uh, Klein and uh, Kirito... Like, trying to call up the GMs, trying to figure out what's wrong, where they are automatically forced teleported to the main square, where everybody who happened to be logged in at the time is transported to this area, and this big, like, warning Voldemort dome of doom just fills the sky and everything, and you have some weird guy in a cloak comes in, yeah, and... you tell me that doesn't look like Voldemort from Harry Potter? Nah, nah. Um. So the man, the the wraith, you want if you want to call him that, I'm since you know, KT happened to go throw I'm that in there. Voldemort. All all our characters in this season are getting Harry Potter names. <laughs> oh God! Oh, here we go. Um. Hey, at but least I'm not giving them Fifty Shades of Grey na- names. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right. So the man describes himself as uh, Kiaba. Um, Ahiko, which is the game developer, the one who actually created Sword Art Online and gives everyone the information that they've been looking for, the reason why that they can't log out, because in the final version of Sword Art Online, the logout is not a, is actually a feature. That, so who would who'd seriously like not have their logout as a feature? But for a little bit of information about this too, the Nerve Gear, your headset, it's called a Nerve Gear. And it's pretty much 
stops one. all transmissions. It goes from your brain to your body yeah. and just transmits straight into the, your avatar. I so would want So one. essentially, yeah, so it basically essentially just puts you into like a comatose situation yeah. where only so, your brain functions. Yeah, imagine like you're sticking a computer right between your actual body and your mind. And that's essentially what it does. And I mm-hmm. still want one. Yeah, so in this case too... He lets everyone know that you are now trapped in the game. Uh, and in the end, if anyone too removes your headset, it will send uh, a microburst radiation to your brain, essentially frying it and killing you. And also, too, if you ever let your HP drop to zero, you also die as though the headset was being taken off, too. So this game just got real. Yeah, it's kind of like the Game of Thrones. You live or you die. Yeah, so, and there, in this first announcement, there has already been 213 players die. Yeah, because somebody tried to either take off the gear or, well, yeah, somebody tried to take off the headgear because they ha- they're they kind of stuck in that um, beginning p- town hall because there's a shield around, around yeah. it, so everybody's there. Um, but there's, there, there's, there's a silver lining. The way to log out... Is you just have to defeat all 100 levels of this game. Let's climb the tower, get to the 100th floor, and beat the zone boss. And basically. save the princess. What? Wait, yes, and there's a the princess to save. Wait, what? Uh, uh, plumber? What? Uh, huh? <laughs> um. <laughs> but as a parting gift from our dearly hated game advisor now. I think he's he, loved. He's not hated. He's loved. He's well-loved, apparently, because he spreads the love around and lets everyone know, in your item stack, there is a gift from me. And everyone pulls it out, and it just says mirror. So they literally manifest a mirror. They look into it, and what it does is um, takes your avatar, the one that you created, and turns it into who you really look like. Oh, that would be so scary. Because I can prove phys- I can prove by our numbers that we get more pod- audio downloads than video downloads, and that's probably because they're scared of our faces. Um, Especially mine. Yeah. So if that ever happened in the game, I don't think I'd ever get invited into a guild or get any party invites, so I'd have to solo the game. Yeah, I'd have to become a solo player too, and most likely if I find KT somewhere, we'd both just look at each other and just... PvP! Yeah. <laughs> PvP. It's so PvP. <laughs> um, so, um, of course, as uh, um, Kirito, you know, he's kind of the expert on this game because he's, he's, he's got to, like, level 8 in this game. So you can see it's pretty hard to beat the game if in the month he had beta testing, he only got to level 8. Um he tells Klein that he's going off to the next town to level up because soon the area, all the spots in the quest around this area is going to be oversaturated where he won't be able to get anything and he should come with him. And uh, But uh, Klein's like, well, I was going to meet my friends, so they're probably somewhere in that town square. I'm going to go find them. Um, so Klein and Kirito kind of split their ways. And this is where you start kind of getting the feeling that... Uh, Hirato, he usually just solos, and he only does parties when he absolutely necessarily needs to do it to get to the next level or to get an item he wants or something like that. 
um, which is, uh, you know, usually different from MMO because it's massive multiplayer online, not let's just go single play. <laughs> it, oh, there um, is World Warcraft. That's pretty solo if you uh, really want it well, to be. Well, yeah, if you want a multi-box. <laughs> not even that. But anyways, so Kirito sets off into the next town and tries to survive this new world he's been kind of uh, stuck in now. So now it's been one month. One month has passed since the game launch, and there's been reported over two, like 2,000 people have died now. Holy crap, that's a lot. Because remember, this in is one, only 10,000 players are in there. 2,000 have died. So, yes. And the worst the part is, too, no one's cleared the first floor boss yet. Yeah. So 20% of the uh, players are gone. That's nuts. Yeah. That is nuts. And um, just for people know, too, who don't play MMOs, um, the average um, consistency on any server generally runs around about four, three to 4,000 like, people online at once. So... You know, that's half of the people you would normally see online at one time already gone. Uh, that, that, that is just crazy. If you think about it, like, number-wise, it's nuts. Totally nuts. Where 20 but there is some good news, too. We have our new player who is gathering potential people to want to defeat the first zone boss. His name is uh, Dybul. He claims himself to be a knight, but at the same time, too, he wants to get everyone past the first floor so that we, they all can advance in this game to, in order to help other people. Yeah, kind of give the other players saying, hey, it's possible to get off the first level. We're going to make it through, you know, kind of be that beacon of light on how to make it through. And um, so, of course, the, this is, you learn another thing about this game is that the party system... I've been used to having, like, giant parties where, you, you know, you got, like, 15, 20 people, right, Dito? Mm-hmm. Apparently, in this party system, you only can have six per party, which that's, that's, that's a kind of interesting tack that you don't see too often in a lot of MMOs on there. Oh, speaking of that, uh, Knights of the Republic is free to level 50 now, Dito. Free to play. Free to level 60? Yeah, or 50. There you go. All 50? Yeah. We start, oh, there you go, guys. We, we, we should start playing once they do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once yeah. they do that, but yeah. we also have to do the Need for Speed as well. We have to start uh, streaming that. Our, you know, we could have R two D two as our uh, as, as our mount. <laughs> KTData.net with R two D two. Anyways, <laughs> um, back back to the anime that we're talking about. Oh yeah, we're talking about an anime, huh? <laughs> The video games and the anime, they're combining. I can't tell the difference anymore. Um, So, they kind of go in and uh, everybody kind of gets their parties except Kirito because he's like, nobody wants me to be in the party. But he sees this hooded, cloaked figure and he kind of scoots over. It's like, "Uh, do you want to be in a party? Because nobody else wants us in their party. And she's like, "Uh, I guess so. And they reluctantly uh, join in the party. And uh, Kirito discovers her name is uh, Asun- uh, Asuna. Asuna. So, yeah. So, you know, they have a two-person party. Yeah. 
But it's a party when it's just me and Dito in the Kita Anime Podcast, right? Yep, right here, see? <laughs> um, and then so right before they leave, this guy named uh, Kaibao. Man, I suck at names. Why are you making me do all the names today? <laughs> or else I, it'd be Kibu, actually. Kibu, yeah, Kibu. He, he comes in and he's like, all you beta testers out there, it's all your fault. You guys kind of just disappeared into the shadows, took all the good spots, and kind of left all our newbies, um, throw, kind of threw us under the bus type thing. Um, yeah. But then we have another bigger guy, bigger fellow named Agle. It comes down and is like, yeah, let me get this straight. So all the beta testers should be apologizing to the 2,000 people who have died. And he's like, yes, but what's the guilds, like the NPC guilds and everything, do updates. These um, guild booklets, these little booklets that give you update information from all the beta testers who have accumulated data, knowledge, and all the, like, all the secrets and how to play the game. And it's free to distribute, free for everybody who's willing to use it. And... You know, beta testers themselves have sacrificed themselves in order to get this data on the zone, on the floor boss. Yeah, and he's like, beta testers are filling that out, so um, you're still hating on them. And you kind of see early on in this anime, they're kind of making this divide between beta testers and the new players. You know, where beta testers are kind of going to get persecuted just because they may have a little bit more experience than anybody else. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is that um, after they kind of get everything all sorted out, they they get information on the boss of the first level, and his name is uh, Ilfang. Ilfang. So he has four HP bars, and of course he has mo- he has mob members too. So he has little peons that kind of try to distract you when you're trying to kill him. And um, you get kind of his lay- his weapon layout where he has an axe and a buckler. But when, of course, you know, in boss fights, when the boss is almost dead, they pull out a trump card. Always. They always pull out a trump card. And it's a uh, curved sword called a uh, Kalwar. Um, yeah. So now they have all this information. And uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Dybel. He's like, okay, so now we are all organized. We're going to head out tomorrow. So you guys get a good night's sleep and, you know. Do all that stuff, and apparently you can eat in this game and still be okay, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, I, I found this to be kind of yeah, it's just as interesting as KT thinks is that you just can still somehow eat. I mean, you're thinking that your body is already like a lump of a lump of flesh right now, so I guess like eating in the game makes you you know stimulates your mind thinking that you're still. Alive or something. Yeah. This is really interesting how they would make your body still stay alive when you are currently hooked up to a computer. I know. I'm expecting, like, all of them when they come out of the game, if they come out of the game, to be, like, hooked up to IVs and feeding tubes and diapers and whatnot. That's <laughs> yeah, what I'm expecting, too. But it's the it's ugly kind of, side of gaming. Yeah, so uh, as uh, Kirito comes to Azuna and just like she's just eating some bread and everything, just saying like, "Oh, is that good?" Whatnot. So he puts this little item down where it turns into butter. Like you touch it, and it just you can spread butter on your bread you know, now. He and said need cream. It. I heard it in it's, Japanese. She go cream. Yeah, but like for all our uh, visuals, for our listeners out there, who if we say cream, then they'll be kind of weirded out. But it's essentially just butter, you know. 
I'm just going with cream. I bet you would. <laughs> Whipped cream. Whipped cream. Cool whip. Whipped cool whip. Will Wheaton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, happy happy belated birthday, Will Wheaton. Um, so she, so they kind of try to get talking, and as soon as um, she's like, "I came here because I didn't just want to like waste my life away in the starter town, not doing anything, and that's why I'm here." So the morning comes, and you kind of see all the like, uh, oh, what's the guy's name again? Uh, Diebell leading the giant group, each in their individual parties together, and um, Kirito's kind of laying out some tactics that they he's like, okay, we should do this when we get to the boss and do this, this, and this, and he says, okay, so right when I do this, you should switch, and then Asuna, Asuna's like, switch, like, have you ever been in a uh, party before? It's like, no, this is my first time. Uh-huh. Kirito's going like, he like literally stops walking to stairs at her going. <laughs> like, really? Oh boy. Really? So, we approach the first boss floor. Now, the door of the first boss, I should say. And this is how it is. So, it's one boss, three lesser mobs of the Ruin Cobalt Sentinels is what they're called. Three of them, mind you. Again. Um, so since Kirito and Asuna, they don't have a full six-man team, they're kind of in charge of making sure they take out those lesser mobs, you know, the peons around there, while everybody else focuses on attacking the uh, main boss. Um, so as Kirito is starting to fight, they switch off, and then we actually see Asuna fighting, and it's like, hey, she's pretty good. Um, along there... And then what happens is, so the main main attack force manages to get the boss down to that one level. But instead of pulling out his uh, the Talwar, he pulls out a different sword, which is a Nodachi. And all of a sudden, Kirito's like, run! Run far away! But uh, um, Daibel, he doesn't listen. And he kind of just goes full on, and he takes a full swipe of that, uh, of the uh, Nodachi right at him. And, uh, Kirito, he kind of runs over with a potion trying to save him, but uh, Daibo's like, no, don't, don't, don't do that. And um, and we're like, what? What in the world's going on? Yeah, but in his uh, dying breath, quite literally, he leaves the task of killing the boss to Kirito, which I found to be kind of interesting. Like, why in the world would he do this when he could have actually healed him? But at this point, we have, like, Daibel disappears. Quite, just, and everyone watches this, too, and kind of starts losing faith. Dude, so it's not uh, Kirito even disappearing. And, he dies. Remember, you yeah, lose, you die. Yes, it just dis- poof. So, uh, Kirito and Azuna decide to duo attack Ilfang. And, you know, this is where actually a nice fight scene that takes place too for you know, unfortunately we can't really describe too much of it just by the for our listeners because that would get really really boring so highly recommend watches this highly recommend it yeah and, and the funny thing is right when i said duo attack i'm like guilty crown <laughs> <laughs> that is literally the first thing that popped into my head guilty crown um 
<laughs> so um, they managed to defeat the boss, of course. And uh, what do you, what happens when you play a game like this? You get loot, right? Um, and it turns out that it's a super rare item for whoever got the last attack. And uh, since that was uh, Kirito, he gets a coat of midnight as his kind of uh, and armor. And then this is where it totally gets weird because, uh, um, what's that guy's name? Uh, Kibo. Kibo. He kind of like freaks out. It's like, you do that attack pattern. Why didn't you warn him? You're a beta tester, aren't you? And then um, Kirito just goes crazy. And he's like, ah, I've, those guys are amateurs compared to me. I kind of gone through the, I've been farther than any other beta tester on here. And uh, then Kibo's like, you're a cheater. You're, you're a beater. And I'm like, seriously, a beater? <laughs> uh, yeah. But there's one thing that uh, Kirito did say there that I'm pretty sure a lot of people have missed too, is that all the beta testers were just wondering how to level. And he did say that everyone in here is, be- is better than them. Yeah. And he's like, I made it farther than any of those guys. Those guys are nothing compared to you. And you're stronger. Um, so, like, he kind of puts on that coat of midnight and does the uh, cool guys don't look back at explosions walk <laughs> uh, into, the, <laughs> into the second level. But and then before he leaves, he um, Asu, and he's like, Asuna's like, how do you know my name? It's like, well, your name's right next to your health bar when you're in a party. And then he disbands the party and walks away. Dun, dun, dun. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is that I wasn't really, I was, this anime, I, I'm kind of really invested into it now. Um, and I didn't really expect them to dive in like this at the beginning. I, I kind of expected like one or two episodes where, you know, they're more like, oh, happy, happy, nothing's gone wrong. This is a great game type thing. But no, they totally jump into this, this anime. Um, what do, what do you think, Dito? Well, they have to cover hundred floors. You know, this is probably a twelve anime, a twelve episode anime, and they they pretty much have to just dive right in because this is not just a game anymore. Yeah. All right, so Dito, you know what? I know we said we're going to go into a uh, another anime after this because you know three is our golden number we like to follow. I'm not feeling it anymore, dude. I, I, Not I, five, but three. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that we need to get out of the anime podcast business. You want to know where the money is? With elections huh? coming up and everything, I think we should jump into the political world, political coverage of everything. And look, I, I even got a theme song for us right here. All right, and now we're renaming from the Kita Anime Podcast to the Takafuji High School News Network, THNN. It's fancy, isn't it? And it's brought to you by Umachin Yaoi Sticks. Eat them at your leisure. <laughs> THNN, huh? Yes. So we're now THNN. Hmm. Yes, and you know what? Let's start off. We got breaking news, Dito. Breaking news right here. There is a scandal in student council involving the president. So, 
uh, it looks like our student council president, uh, Mori, is kind of getting pressured not to run for re-election next term. Um, it has something to do with, do you remember the story we covered the, the, a while back at the school that, uh, the public safety commissioner, he's kind of interrogating people, but doing it in a way where it kind of caused all our, all the, uh, all the financial aid students kind of get harassed because it kind of outed all of them on Yes, um, yes, I do remember this. That was the news, you know? That was our breaking headlines, you know, for last week. Um, so we're kind of getting a little rumbling on who could possibly be running next uh, for, ne- for, for the next presidential race because obviously it would not make sense for them to have the president resign right now because his job is to train the incoming administration and the vice president, he's pretty new at this, so it wouldn't, you know, make sense because the elections are almost right right around the corner, so we haven't had any uh, full announcements because election time is not here yet on who's running but uh, there's rumor that the uh, that uh, one of the next ones is uh the General Affairs Commissioner, Tatsumi Mohiji. He's, he's been very vocal and very critical about how the president was, uh, the student council president was running everything, you know. So, what, what, do you, what do you think? Do you think he has a chance as a good candidate? You know, Casey, that's a very good question because from what we've been seeing on his uh, political standards is that there's some reports of uncounting or accounting frauds. Uh, that that might ding him a lot, you know. But he's, he seems to have a, the interest of the students. You know, he was the one who brought it up about how the president was responsible for um, for for uh, filling the position of the general affairs commissioner. You know, um, of course, we're not going to. The general affairs commissioner is not going to be running for president because he's already been he's out of here. He's been indicted for all the stuff he's done. Um, but I also heard some really odd things about the uh, about the um, of, of uh, Tatsumi Mohiji. He seems to there's kind of been rumors that he's been passing out uh, cards. I wouldn't say they're bribes because you can't call them bribes since the election season hasn't started, so no one has really officially is in the race yet because they're not in. So the basically, race. he's. He's trying to he's trying to do gifts then, is that it? Yes. Uh, you know, like ah. some might say he's just trying to reward the students. You know, he's looking out for the student body right there. Um I don't know about there. Um but then we also have another strong possible candidate that has been very vocal in the student council. And that is actually the uh, the um is uh, the finance council uh, Shinononomi Satsuki, and she's actually a sister of one of our of one of the teachers in the school, which is, is Hazuki Sensei. And everybody loves Hazuki Sensei. Everybody, you kind of get that vibe that she's always happy. Yeah, it, maybe it doesn't have to do with the fact that uh, she has her own. Um, she hangs around the food, uh, the food club, yeah, she, the food research club. She, yeah, she must like you know. It, it's probably all that sugar that she gets in the food club, you know. But she's yeah, always probably. happy. Um, and you know, um, she has a good agenda because 
our school, it's it's a big school. There's about three thousand of us here. You know, that's a lot of money. And one of her uh, agendas that she's been trying to push is to cut down the budget. And what what better way than uh, start getting rid? Because you know, some of these clubs that we got out there, the they're they don't seem to be doing anything. They don't have any. Of this. By the way, disclaimer: um, THNN. We have we're n- we're not on that chopping block of lists of clubs that you might want to cut. Of course, why would you want to cut us? We are your only news source for what's happening down in uh, in uh, Takafuji High School. You know, we bring you the news. That's why we are THNN. So don't worry about us. We'll still be around. We want we want you guys, the students be involved um but you know that's actually a pretty good idea it it might even even help us get you know more funding for better cameras and everything so we can do better coverage to bring you guys news so i I, i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of leaning towards her way you know what 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 do you what do you think about her stance do you think it's a little too harsh to be cutting out these clubs that have not shown any achievements or you know Seems like yeah, doing it. Makes perfect sense, KT. Because if we are funding clubs that are not actually benefiting toward the school itself, then it should, they should be cut. Yes. You know, unless Seems... they can prove that they have potential. Yeah. And then, so those are the two main candidates that are on the student council, though they have shown a track record that they know what they're doing. You know, they're already involved in student council, so they know the inner workings. And I think they could give a good leadership approach that our current president right now apparently seems to be lacking. Um, but I've also heard about this other guy. Um, he's apparently from the food club and his name is uh, Ushima Yuki. Have have you heard of him anywhere? Oh, you mean Ojima. You mean Ojima Yuki. Oh, it's Ojima. Um, I don't know. I haven't heard it. I, have you heard any rumblings about him yet? I heard that he is very well known among the food research club. You know, it's um, that he's a very vocal person, and um, it seems like he actually is well liked among the the female body of the school. Hmm, that, that that that's very interesting. I honestly I don't know him, so that's uh, we'll have to see what comes up with that. Um, of course, the student council presidency elections, the student council elections in general, aren't going to come for another couple weeks. So we here at THNN will keep you update, updated to the latest news, the breaking news, and what's hot and what's not in these campaign trails. We will definitely be following them closely, these three candidates and any other candidates that could be following up. Um, but now, for a little bit something lighter, let's head on over to the weather forecast with Morshita-san. Right here. All right. Thank you, Morshita-san, for the weather forecast. And that's all we have right now for the Tokafuji High School News Network um, and the Kita Anime Podcast. I guess we'll have to keep doing both, right, Dito? Yeah, it's not a clear day job. Uh, yeah, you know, so um, we hope you guys enjoyed T. We, we think covering high school news is very very important so that's why we're going to do that so keep an eye out for uh, THNN and Kita Anime Podcast that's the entire show right there do you got anything to plug Dito? Uh, just so everyone's aware too that uh, what we just covered was uh, Koi to Senko to Chocolate uh, yes 
since we never did announce that. Why would we do that, Tito? I, I like high school uh, news. High school news yeah. is so much more interesting than going and talking about anime. I'm just, I'm just telling you. Yeah. Like, I feel Who, who needs to talk about anime? That's day-to-day life. That's hitting people out in the world, Dita. I'm just saying. It's important. And it makes me feel like... Important. Priorities. Priorities. Feel like a good broadcaster. Um, But, you know, of course, feedback. Kita at ktdata.net. If you hate it, you love it, let us know. you think we made a bad decision in the animes we picked, let us know. If you hate my voice, let me know. And I will speak even more. <laughs> or something like that. Um, of course, check us out on Facebook. We still got that um, poll going, trying to rename our Facebook page so it won't be Panda Bear Productions. I personally like KT Net, KT Net, KT Data Net, or KT Net. I think it was KT Net. Something Net. Of course you do. Of course um, you do. I might be a little conceited, but who cares? Uh, a little. We're also on, I'm a, we're on Pinterest, KT Data on Pinterest. We are also, and I, you know, if you don't like using Facebook, but you like seeing the figures and stuff, I kind of try to mirror that and mix in stuff that I like seeing too. Um, Google Plus, plus.ktdata.com, or just search for the Kita Anime Podcast. It's all there. Uh, Twitter, <laughs> at KT Data, and, you know, of course, if you want to watch this live, you know, Two weeks from now, around seven ish or ten ish, um, it's at kgdata.net slash live, and that will be August fourteenth. Um, got anything else to say, Dito? Um, for all those who are following most of my figure reviews itself, uh, bad news. Um, I like to announce right now that the August um, loot of mine is getting pushed back. Or no, sorry, the july loot that i was supposed to be getting has been pushed back to august so expect a big a big box of crap at the end of august um you know keep an eye ktdata.net that's where all of this is including the show notes which include episode links to all the animes we talked about so you know it's a book club you got to watch the animes before you come listen to this and uh i guess we'll see you all in two weeks signing off two weeks guys T, uh, what, what did I call it? THNN. <laughs> Good night. High school everybody. broadcasting, that's best. And the bass goes yowie, 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 yowie. Yowie, 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 yowie. I'm done. Isn't this the Food Research Club? Uh. I. I don't know anymore. Alright, let's just hope my headphones don't kill out. Oh, they will. Oh, they will. <laughs> Business cards. <laughs>